This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Salud, this is Special Officer Doopy, and I'm, I'm here on, with canned air, and it's really good because it's canned, and I like stuff in the can because it's cylindrical and stuff, and don't forget to listen to the podcast, and also smell my finger, my ass. Everyone and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today uh, to talk about their new restaurant in Delaware, Ohio, called Louis G's, opening December 13th, which is going to be serving New York-style pizza. It's going to have pinball machines. It's going to have alcohol. And on top of all that, carries a horror theme. I mean, it just checks all the boxes on our lists. We welcome... Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we welcome Lois Gonzalez and Zach Bracken to the show. Thank you guys so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having us. We're really excited. Yeah, super stoked to check this out and kind of have a good time, explain things a little bit. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're looking forward to a good time, too, and we're looking forward to checking out your guys' establishment. And I'm guessing by the time uh, the people are hearing this, it's already going to be open. Actually, I might just wait to post this uh, episode until the day you guys open. That seems yeah. to make more sense, I think. But uh, we, yeah, we've got a good episode lined up for everyone. Before we get to talking about Louis G's, we're going to be looking at fictional restaurants in our uh, retro roundtable. Some of our favorite restaurants from television shows, movies, etc., Got some good ones on my list. I'm excited to hear what you guys have. And then we're going to be turning uh, our attention over to Lois and Zach to talk more about Louis G's. But before we do anything, you know the drill, people. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod, on Instagram at Canned underscore Air, and on TikTok at CandarePodcast, and at CandarePodcast.com. A few different ways you can support us. There's a link that takes you to our merch page, gets you uh, uh, T-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, toboggans, all kinds of stuff. You know what's on a merch page, people. It's that stuff with our logo on it. And uh, then our Patreon uh, uh, link there, which for 5 to $10 a month gets you access to a four-year... Uh, well, shit, longer than four-year growing catalog of uh, content that the normies just aren't getting. And I think it's uh, it's some of my favorite stuff. To, yeah, yeah, it's very girthy, Randy. You like to always say it's very girthy. And I, I am very well, entertained that you like to say it's girthy. I got to compensate somehow, so, you know. <laughs> you got that big old tree behind you, right? I know, I was going to say something, but I was like, nah, it says it itself. <laughs> He does landscaping, so it makes sense. I, I guess. found this in a client's yard today and brought it home. <laughs> I killed that one. One trash is another's treasure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. 
Randy, what am I forgetting, sir? A uh, huge shout out to Evergreen Podcast, the network we are so happy to be a part of. And uh, however you're listening to us, if you guys could just give us a uh, like and a review on your podcast uh, player of choice, it's uh, greatly appreciated. That it is greatly appreciated, and it does help us get more attention on those platforms. So please do it. It's not just pumping up our egos. So anything else, gentlemen? Yeah, I was thinking with the, the release date of this episode, we might want to do a couple days earlier to get those people outside of Ohio time to get to Delaware for opening Well, you day. know, I thought about that, but I've also realized that these these <laughs> days that a people's attention span is about the size of a fucking gnat. So I think it's probably better to do it while it's open. Yeah. That way they can just, you know, get right there if they want to. They don't have to wait and then possibly forget about the fact that they wanted to go check out the horror-themed pizza place. So I don't know. Am I, am I wrong? I mean, I've been waiting weeks for this shit, so uh, that's that's just me. Circled it up on the calendar, did you? Oh, you know it. Lord, he has a giant whiteboard calendar hanging in his office. He just marked it. I just drew a pizza and circled it. Yeah. Counting the minutes. We got another order. It's Randy again. <laughs> Let's get right to it with this week's Retro Roundtable. Hold on to your butts. Spend no expense. Excellent. All right, our favorite fictional restaurants. Randy, why don't you kick us off? So this isn't an exact fictional restaurant, but it's a fictional like happening with restaurants. So in Demolition Man, the franchise wars, you guys have seen Demolition Man, right? Sylvester no. Stallone. Yeah. Okay. I remember so, it though. Okay. So the basic plot is Sylvester Stallone gets like cryogenically frozen. He's a cop and wakes up like, I don't know, like a thousand years in the future. And there was a franchise war between all the fast food restaurants. And the one that came out on top was Taco Bell. So every restaurant is named Taco Bell. And it's a whole running joke where they're going out to fine dining at Taco Bell. And um, it just cracks me up because, you know, Taco Bell, I mean, back in the 90s when this movie was made, Taco Bell, I think, was a lot bigger than it is now. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if there was a franchise war at this point if Taco Bell would come on, out on top. No. My, my money would be on Wendy's just because of how feisty they are in their freaking social media posts. But well, that was are, back in the day good. when they're. I'm sorry, that was back in the day when they're allowed to say like "run, run to the border." That was their slogan, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not PC yeah. anymore. You can't do that. No. Yeah, right, definitely. Right. <laughs> no, I mean there is definitely a you know a, a food franchise war happening. You know, I, I learned something a while back that. Um, Burger King, you know, they typically build their restaurants in close vicinity to McDonald's, preferably right across the street if they can. And it got to a point where they even had their the Burger King app set up to where if you got in the vicinity of a McDonald's, you'd get a coupon that would immediately say, hey, you just you got a free Whopper. Fuck them. Come over here, you know, <laughs> which that's that's some that's some shit. But you know, I don't know. <laughs> what do you guys prefer, the Whopper or the Big Mac? Whopper. I'm, I'm a Whopper guy. I, yeah, I just say Whoppers. No tomato extra mayo, baby. Let's go. Oh, man. Spirit I did find out right there. Hell yes. <laughs> I did find out today that McDonald's is supposed to be working on making their burgers more tasty to where instead of having just onions, dehydrated onions thrown on it, they're actually cooked with onions. The buns are toasted and more they soft. They get more than us. And there's more... <laughs> More Big Mac sauces going on them, too, and they're going to use actual beef instead of possum. <laughs> <laughs> They'll not be frozen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. Randy, anything else on that, sir? Uh, no, that was it for the uh, franchise wars on my end. All right. Well, let's cut it over to uh, who wants to go next, Lois or Zach? I'll go. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Y'all got any, any Gilmore Girls fans in the group here? I can't say no. so, no. Oh, nope. man. Okay, so, so I'll hold off on that one. That was that was the good one that I had that I really liked. I, I'm into Gilmore Girls. We'll be sorry, too. Okay. okay. How about True Blood fans? Any True Blood fans? I think I saw the first season and yeah. enjoyed it, but didn't man, get farther. Just gotta say one. I'm striking up here. How about the how about the Krusty Burger? Oh, okay. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Krusty Burger. <laughs> I knew that one would come I wanted up. To hear, some, I wanted to hear everyone's best Krusty the Clown laugh. Okay, you got it. You got it. You nailed it. <laughs> oh man, I've actually so. eaten at a crusty burger at uh, at Universal Studios. They have a crusty burger, oh, and hey. I know Jack's heard me tell this story a million times. Randy, I'm sure you probably have too, but. It's true to the show. It's one of the grossest fucking burgers I ever ate. <laughs> I was going to say, you were, didn't feel well after you ate there, did you? No. The thing is, you know, is um, the cheese. That's what did it for me. They didn't put a slice of American cheese. It was like when you go to Arby's and they use that pump cheese. Oh. Out. Out. You know, I love Arby's, but, you know, when I order a normal roast beef and then I get a, a roast beef that has that fucking cheddar on it. The nacho cheese bullshit. Yeah. The stadium cheese. Oh, it's so gross. It just tastes like It's chemicals. only good on the beef and cheddar. Only the beef and cheddar is it good on. Anything else? Ooh. Not even that. And wheeze, wheeze the cheddar going away. <laughs> cheddar is in. Wheeze the cheddar, body. No, don't wheeze the cheddar. Is that a goofy movie reference? <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, the goofy movie cheese whiz it always looks really good <laughs> it's the leaning tower of cheese oh boy i haven't seen that movie in a long time damn now i'm gonna go watch it <laughs> there you go you know nice. it's funny i was telling them uh, when i was at uh, disney recently Powerline was walking around as much as any of the other uh, mascots. So, you know, he's he's making a comeback. Really yeah, is. no, they, I've seen him a lot on like social media memes and TikToks. So I definitely think he's making a comeback for sure. So did you eat the Krusty Burger before or after you rode the virtual roller coaster there? <laughs> Oh, my friend. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, we need another podcast now. <laughs> it was before. It was before. And um, what a mistake that was. Um, I didn't ride much the rest of the day. We went through the Harry Potter world, and I was just like, I'm just going to sit here, go wave your wand and get your butter beer or whatever. You know, I did the uh, Transformers thing, and um, that that was it. That's when I called it, you know. No more. We went home. <laughs> Thank you, Krusty Burger. I heard they're getting rid of the Simpsons area in Universal, though. Really? Oh, really? Rumors. I don't know. You know how you see shit online, and sometimes it doesn't happen. But, you know, I, I since they put that there, Disney has acquired 20th Century Fox. So I'm guessing it has something to do with mm. that. But, you know, same thing with the whole Marvel Comics section of Universal Studios. That was there long before Marvel acquired the rights, and they made a deal to keep that around. I don't know if that has an expiration date on it, that that deal, but Ooh. I don't know. It would suck to see that go because it was really cool to be able to set foot in a little piece of Springfield, you know, to have yeah. a drink at mm -hmm. Moe's, to get sick at Krusty's, to see the Jebediah Springfield <laughs> statue, to see Lard Lad Donuts. Like, it was pretty <laughs> cool. And the roller coaster was cool. Have, have uh, you guys done it? 
I I am not Zach. I think. Yeah, I went and indulged in Simpsons Land and in Universal. I've actually been to Universal three or four times, and I man, it is it is awesome. Like it is so cool. Yeah. Uh, there the Simpsons. Everything is on brand. Everything is to a T. How you'd see it on TV. Love it. Love it. It's the, the friggin' yeah. bomb. So. Is the statue headless? No. <laughs> oh. I didn't have myself a flaming mo while I was there though. You did or didn't? I didn't. I did not. Didn't. Um, I had a beer and a flaming mo, and I can actually still see the glasses sitting over there full of shit. But um, <laughs> the flaming mo was non-alcoholic, so I understand why you didn't. Yeah. But it 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 had a very very um kind of like a grape cough syrupy taste to it, which it should. But there was some um quick little chemical reaction thing that made it smoke. You know, look like I mean it was never on fire, but it did smoke. Still a cool effect. Yeah, it's neat. It's cool. I did good work on that. Absolutely. All right, Lois, how about you? Um, uh, well, I, I have to say Casa Bonita. <laughs> Ooh, nice. yes. okay. That's a good pick. I love every time that episode comes on, I'm so involved into it. I think it's so good. And I saw that it's actually a real place. And like, I think the creators of South are really trying to buy it or something. Was something going on yeah, the internet about that? Yeah, they did <laughs> buy it. Is that from South Park? I feel stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched yeah. that show for so long. <laughs> it's such a good episode <laughs> with the they have the fountain divers and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the, it's, no, it's a it's a real place that they put into the into South Park because it's a place they went to as kids. Yeah, but um, then it was going out of business or something, and they bought it, and they're trying to uh, rejuvenate, you know, re revitalize it. Or am I using the right word? Is that the word? It, revitalize, rejuvenate, rejuvenate. There we go. Yeah. All, all the words there were. There's a there's a little uh, interview with them on like ABC News or something about it uh, where they are sitting down talking about it and that how much you know they're sinking just all this money into it farther than they ever thought they <laughs> would be, and they're trying to keep it distant from South Park. I mean I think they're going to have like the where Cartman ate in the episode. They're going to have the Cartman table. Yeah. Like, but I think that's about it. Maybe some little stuff in the. Uh, gift shop. Little Easter egg type yeah. things. Yeah, but other than that, they're trying to keep it as authentic as possible. And I saw that, you know, before they just had people in kind of not real chefs, just cooks that were just, you know, heating up frozen shit. And they actually got some like uh, really good chefs in there to make the food Ooh. 10 times better than it used to be. But, you know, I've got nothing to compare it to. I've never <laughs> been. Probably never will. If it's anything like the episode and how they portray it, I'm definitely down to go sometime. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Oh, yeah. Casa Bonita. <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah. I wanted to sing it to you guys to say it, but I was like, I won't do it justice. I'll just, I'll just say it. <laughs> so far, we've had Krusty and Carton impersonations. What else are we going to get before this is over? Well, I'm sure there's a lot out there. I don't do impressions. He's good. What's that? I've got a few in my tool bag. I can't do any impressions, but he's good at them. <laughs> What else you got, Zach? Oh man, I uh, that's it's tough to be put on the spot. I really uh didn't think I'm through because I'll just kind of throw voices sometimes and do a good job. I okay. I always have a good Tim the Toolman Taylor. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like you know, you get, you get Tim the <laughs> yeah. Taylor in there. Uh, <laughs> who else I got? Um, He's, yeah, you'll just hear him. Like we'll be working in the restaurant, and you'll just hear him working on stuff, and then be swinging his voice into a character about something. And I'll be next year, like who's he talking to? I think I do it subconsciously, <laughs> just like 
just to talk it through. Just... My inner weirdo when I need someone to talk to and I'm only, it's only me around. So I just start making other voices, you know, I don't <laughs> They say you no, talk to yourself only if you answer yourself. So I think we're in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're down for pop culture Tourette's, man. <laughs> Always. So is it something like you're looking to actually cultivate or is it just something you just do for fun? Oh, no, it's it's just me being a dweeb. That's it. Like nothing more. You're in good company then, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us back around to, or no, that brings us around to Jack for the first time. Go ahead, Jack. So mine, I had to actually look up to see if it was a real restaurant. And it, from what, well, the first search I found said it was fictional, but it's been in two movies. One, the movie is about that restaurant and the other one, it's just mentioned in Super Troopers, but the restaurant shenanigans. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I've never been to one. And the movie itself, well, it's, you haven't been there because it's not real then, Jeremy. I thought you just said it was a real one. No, it's not real. It's well, the movie takes place in the restaurant shenanigans, but it's still fictional. If you've seen the movie Waiting, oh yes, yeah. the Ryan Reynolds, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Okay, so the restaurant puts Super Troopers in Waiting in the same universe. I th- well, I, I don't know because in Super Troopers they're like, hey, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all this crazy shit on the wall? And one dude's I'm like, I'm gonna Sh-. pistol whip the next <laughs> next one that says shenanigans. <laughs> So yeah, he says shenanigans, but I don't remember in the movie Waiting there being all kind of weird shit on the walls. It, I mean, it, it looked it like an Applebee's. I'm sure there was. Yeah. Yep. But it gave me a whole different light on tipping and and restaurant workers. That's for sure. Oh yeah. We watched nothing like it's. I mean, Kitchen Nightmares is one show, but this was a little bit different. So good. What was the song that South Park did? Like, uh, I think it was about the uh, Yelp reviewers, but you know, if you give a Boogers and calm, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know that. I want to watch Mark just to clarify. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. One thing I've been uh, I've watched recently. I think it uh, happened within the last year. Was the South Park 25th anniversary uh, concert at uh, Red Rocks? Yeah. Have you guys seen that? I that was, go oh, to it was it. on last year or something like that. I wa- I watched about half of it on YouTube, and man, it 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 was awesome. It was yeah. so good. There were like, um, I think they did it in Chicago. I think there was another date. And then the final uh, two or three dates were at uh, Red Rocks. But yeah, it looked amazing. I, I really wish we could have gone. And I would have had I known, but I didn't know about it until that that uh, special was already out. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm. Look at all these people having a great time. That could have been me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd have definitely allowed to go to that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I went. I wanted to go. I knew about it, and I wanted to go to it. And I can't remember why, and not being able to, but something came up that I couldn't go. But sure, it looked so cool. Well, that because it's across the country is the first big deterrent. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. I mean, the money to get out there <laughs> and the money for the ticket. That's probably the main yeah. reasons. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah, I, I don't even know why I say like if I would have known, I would have gone. That's bullshit, <laughs> because it would have been far too costly. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else, Jack? <clears throat> nope. All right. Um, my pick is going to be it's kind of a mash of a mesh of two uh from the 70s show The Hub. Remember the hub where they all hung out? Mm-hmm. And then from uh Saved by the Bell, remember the Max? The Max. The Max. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were pretty much the same place. The Max looked cooler, I think. But um, I just always loved like when I was in school watching them like have a, a place to go like that after school where seemingly like adults were not welcome it was only you know the kids and uh just i don't know it seemed awesome i remember wanting to um 
have a place like that with my friends. And I, I was actually even try angling toward a pizza joint that was kind of like centric between where we all lived. Mm -hmm. Never took though. Never took. They came once or twice. Like, all right, fuck off. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that had to have been a California type thing. Maybe the, the kids that have their cool restaurant to go to. Cause when I lived out there, we kind of had one of those. It was kind of like a dairy bar, but it was on the way walking from <clears throat> school to home. And me and a bunch of friends would always stop there and grab vanilla Cokes. Oh, we just hung out behind our speedway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There's a bike path behind the speedway right off back of our school. We just all walked there and hung out. You can get anything you need from our gas station. <laughs> Makes me think also of uh, Ernie's Juice Bar from the Power Rangers. Remember that? Oh, place? Yeah. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fresh juice and get your karate on in the same place. <laughs> Do such places really exist, you think? I, I guess the gym here in town is attached to a smoothie bar, so. Yeah, kind of. I guess I better just shut my damn mouth. <laughs> but, you know, it's in skulls. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's funny, though, because in the past um, four or five years, right down the road here, they tore down the Max and Irma's and they built the Sheets gas station. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> it has quickly become like the Friday night after football game hangout for kids. You you go there to get gas or just pick up something on a Friday night. That place is bumping with children, man. Just it's, kids everywhere. It would suck so bad to work there. It's funny because Sheets... <laughs> Yeah, Sheets is so popular, like, in Pennsylvania, and, like, it kind of became popular in northern Ohio, too, but it, I remember when the first ones were, like, started coming around here, and I've lived all around where these Sheets were popular, so I was like, oh, my God, they're getting Sheets, and everyone's like, what Sheets? Why is that, like, yeah. why would you just go, like, I remember being in college up at Kent and would just go to Sheets to get food, so I already knew about it, but this just was a thing in central Ohio until recently, and I think it's so funny. Yeah, now it's Bucky's coming. Yeah, uh, she better watch is out. Totally dope. That was that's my number one drunk food place. Is Sheets? Sheets is the best. <laughs> like I've had a lot of their foods. It, it can be pretty good. Sometimes it can piss me off, but most of the time it can be pretty good. <laughs> Do they have the bag cheese? Is what we need to know. <laughs> squeeze it out. Have the what? Yeah. You say bag cheese? cheese? So you squeeze it the out. Pump. All the bad yeah. cheese. <laughs> I've been too traumatized to even attempt. To even risk that, and that's not <laughs> happening. But it's just crazy how many kids are there. It, it's crazy. I wish we would have had some a place like that when we were kids, but alas, we didn't. But in that, just because that's because I lived way out in the country. You know, we, mm -hmm. we didn't live in the city. I'm sure if we lived in the city, I would have had a hangout like that. But what about you, Jack? Did you have any place after school you would uh, you and your buddies would go to and sit around like hard asses? Uh, in high school, it was you know a big strip on the main drag in in town between. Taco Bell to Taco Bell was probably about two, three miles. Okay. Otherwise, yeah, no. I'm just imagining Jack as a greaser right now, but go ahead. Very close, very close. <laughs> I like Dude, that. Walking with Yeah, smashing down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> two inch cuffs in my jeans and my shirt sleeves. Call it popped. You know it. Do this move here. Pop the jukebox with your fist. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's John Travolta and the Fonz rolled into one. Most of the time, it just made the song skip and people get pissed. <laughs> like, why does he keep doing that? He's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a, there, I guess there was something like that uh, in uh, the next city over for us. There was just like a uh, parking lot in a strip mall that everyone would park and hang out. 
It's not the same thing as the fucking Max, though. The no. Max had like 80s, uh, uh, like decorations and shit, neon lights. <laughs> that was like how those paper cups with the cool, like, swirly design got their start. Was the yes, mm -hmm. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, you're exactly right, man. <laughs> Did they what ever cool pay place. at those hangouts either? I don't think anyone paid for anything. Uh, definitely not. No, dude. High schoolers, hell no. Yeah. Why do you think I want it so bad? <laughs> Go there and drink all the juice you want for free. Come on. <laughs> More liquid cheese, please. <laughs> all right. That brings us where are we at time-wise. 24. Uh, any other picks we need to get off our chest quick? Uh, okay. I got, okay. Wow. So it may, maybe it's a good segue, right? So we're talking about places that you may have went when you, you were in school, right? So I didn't have a place that necessarily went per se. However, where I got my start in the pizza industry, I worked at this place right in the middle of town. And the middle school was right up the street. They didn't do buses if you were anywhere within like a mile radius from this school. You had to walk. So you walked down through town. And uh, man, I've worked at this pizza place and every day, three o'clock on the nose, just filled with kids. Every kid with their parents' dollar or $2 or $3, come in, get a soda, get a slice of pizza, get a pepperoni roll, get an order of fries. And you're just there every day and you're on the working side of it. You're just like, these little motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> it, is, it is crazy. Um, and, and now, you know, obviously it comes full circle and I'm like, well, like, this is what it is. You you want to be that place, right? So as the as the yeah. owner, like, you kind of get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm not just a worker there now. Like I really want this to happen. Like, it'd be pretty cool. So. <laughs> Kids bringing their lunch money in to buy pizza and stuff. Yeah, we See, I would have I would have done the same. Bullies come in with we all were, the stolen lunch money and we, buy a whole pizza. <laughs> we were at it's not, it's not a restaurant, but when we were in Arizona, we went to this boutique right by where we were eating, and this girl said that the story started because she. Would take her lunch money from school and go to the mall and just buy all sorts of random crap so this boutique was all the mm -hmm. crap she bought with her lunch money <laughs> yeah and See, I, I, like, I, I mean that's smart use your lunch money we did there's three of us so it always started with the oldest then came to me then came to my younger brother so whatever's left is what he gets so you you kind of <laughs> budget of like okay the oldest gets to buy whatever she wants and she just passes the money down so right there's <laughs> usually not left over. yeah i mean i definitely squandered my lunch money but i squandered it at school it was like on monday like i would i would buy a shit ton of food walking around there thinking i'm you know making it rain on the lunch ladies like take the night off bitches like it's on me <laughs> you know sitting there with a stack of little debbies and a bunch of pizzas and then, and then tuesday through friday i was fucked i'm sorry randy yeah, what? i was gonna say i was just gonna say you were all of their twists the rest of the week like research <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> Oh, oh my like god trades during lunch right you're like you know trying to scout out a good trade instead of trading baseball cards you're trading like lunch items yeah. right you're like so you just mm -hmm. pull up in your coat yep. got some cookies for you yeah, this boy got, got the hollywood square over here i'm about to trade him up see if he'll take this apple <laughs> i remember one thing we always traded in the lunchroom uh when we were in high school was when the star wars the original trilogy trilogy was being re-released uh in theaters and the doritos had these like pogs of the star wars characters that you can move and there was a quick oh, yeah. little animation on them mm -hmm. i still have one somewhere but we would all collect those things and like i'll trade you a wedge for a luke and you're like that's not a trade <laughs> keeping my luke you know why would i do that but same kind of thing. Uh, who else? I had one last one. 
And it had the best advertising, even though it's a fictional movie, just by Samuel L. Jackson stealing a bite out of that big kahuna burger. That burger <laughs> oh, did look good. I don't know. Kahuna a tasty burger. burger. Might I have a sip of your beverage to wash down this tasty burger? <laughs> Sold. Take me to it. Yeah, it does sound kind of good. That was like the Big Lebowski. I never thought that uh, In-N-Out was a real place until actually going to California and finding out In-N-Out's a real place. And they were delicious. I was like, no wonder the dude liked to go there with Donnie and what's the other guy? I can't remember. John. One last one I had on my list was uh, uh, McDowell's from uh, Coming to America. Oh, yeah. McDonald's ripoff. (laughs) (laughs) It just always cracks me up. Samuel L. Jackson comes back around again. Yeah. Uh, That was Samuel L. Jackson. That's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Samuel L. Jackson was the the guy who came in and robbed the place, though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, my bad. Get in place. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I, I bow to your newness. <laughs> They've got the Big Mac. We've got the Big Mick. I'm sweeping now. One day I'll get to move to fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is that I Louis Anderson? That. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I need to watch that again. Uh, yeah, the first scene where he's, like, at the counter, like, handing a customer, like, a chocolate shake, and the owner just comes through and just bashes him with the door, and the shake just goes all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Well, you know, uh, one that just quickly came to mind was uh, over the weekend uh, on, I think it was on Pluto, we found <laughs> episode of Walker, Texas Ranger. And boy, I had to just yes. stop and watch it a little bit. CDs, Bar and Grill. Oh, I forgot about CDs. That's a good one. Exactly. And I mean, it, was like a, it looked place. like an awesome place. They had, they always had beer. The food everyone was eating was uh, looked amazing. And CD himself, the proprietor, he was he seemed like a charming guy. He could he could sometimes, you know, it was a different time, but he would sometimes carry on conversation, at least in this episode, about how women can't do stuff as well as men. So not a great business um, tactic there. But, you know, if you really cut through the misogyny, mm-hmm. he, he's a gentle soul. He's a, he's a sweet, <laughs> sweet guy. <laughs> Just misunderstood. You got to peel back the layers. <laughs> He's like an onion going bad. (laughs) We're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking with Lois and Zach about Louis G's. Stick around. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back from commercial. And once again, joined by Lois Gonzalez and Zach Bracken. Thank you guys so much for being here. Excited to talk with you. Yeah, we're excited to be talking with you guys too. Awesome, awesome. And I am really excited to talk about this uh, restaurant. But before we do, 
Uh, one thing that I've read in the articles that have been written thus far about it is that uh, Lois, I know you and Zach, maybe you are too, are a paranormal investigator. Yeah, so um, he's not on one investigation with me, but that's about it. Um, he's like, yeah, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, <laughs> he went on the line and he was like, I'm done. Uh, it was a good one that you went on. But uh, yeah, I've been doing paranormal investigating for uh, a long time. It feels like forever. Um, I have my own team. Where it's called Sugar Me Paranormal. Um, and it's just me and two other girls. And we try and keep it as an all-female paranormal team because there's very rarely all female teams. There's a few females that are out there that do, and they usually have a male partner or it's a male group and they invite these women on. Um, so we decided like a lot of women do paranormal investigating and they, sometimes when it's their first time, especially they get scared. So they want somebody like that. So we're trying to just empower them and just be like, you you can do it by yourself. It's not that scary all the time, sometimes, but not all the time. And we always have a good time. And then I work for a company too they're just getting started called night shift paranormal where you buy tickets to their events and we teach you how to investigate so we we take you to some hot spots we use our equipment it's all of our own stuff and then um about three hours and then the rest of the time is yours to investigate we loan you our equipment if you want us to go with you we will um the nice thing about it is i got to travel all over like a lot of the midwest um and do all sorts of different places i've done a few in pennsylvania illinois um indiana definitely ohio obviously um it's always it's always so much fun i love it i enjoy doing it a lot i really only had one really really scary experience that i was like oh why do i do this and i always leave there like all right i need to go back now i have more questions (laughs) <laughs> okay well you can't leave us hanging like that we got to hear what that series so, that the experience was one. we'll so bring it back for halloween yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> i still want to go back i've kind of gotten over it um but how's that waverly hills santorium um it's it's in louisville kentucky and we were on this hallway and we kept seeing this figure ducking in this room and i was trying to get to come in the hallway and it kept saying it doesn't trust me like all this stuff and I was like I like to think I'm a trustworthy person but okay maybe you don't trust me that's fine (laughs) and then we all of a sudden just felt very like we started to go towards the room and I'm holding there's this device called a phasma box and they can use it to talk talk to us um through it and so we all go to this room because we're like fine you're not gonna come to us we're just gonna come to you like we don't care what you say and so people start walking in this room that I'm with doesn't say a thing, doesn't say a thing. I take one step in, it's like, get out. And I was like, oh, okay, this thing really doesn't like me. I don't know what it is about me. And then we felt something just, I don't know, all of a sudden the energy just shifted and it felt very like we didn't feel safe anymore. It was really weird. Like just very like, it does not want us on this floor. So we're like, let's go back, get our stuff. We've been up here for an hour at this point. So we're like, let's go explore the rest of the building. So we start walking and we feel something kind of like we hear footsteps behind us and then we see something. So to explain this place, it used to be a, a tb hospital so they have all these open windows that aren't windows anymore so it's just outdoor area so there's all this light shining in and we literally saw something move in front of it and mind you we're the only people in this building and so we're like that's weird so we're like now like rushing to get our stuff because like something doesn't want us here and we have this emf reader on the ground it's purple lights and turns red when something goes here but only like like we can't set up walking by it if my phone's on it, it sets it off but that's it and it turned all red I felt something brush, like push me. And then we're, I'm bending down to grab my stuff and my thing goes through and goes, where's Lois? And then I feel tap on my shoulder and I sh- I literally was holding this tablet. And I went, all right, we're leaving. That was it. Wow. <laughs> I said my name. 
I'm good. I don't need to know. You don't need to know where I'm at. I will leave now. And <laughs> we go downstairs and we meet up. So our friends were like eating pizza in the break room. There's like two of them. So we go down there to meet with them and we're telling them the story. And they're like, well, we want to go back up now. Will you come with us? And I'm like, no, I'm not. This thing me. <laughs> so I finally, I was like, fine, you know what? I'll go up. We go up there. Nothing. Completely silent. Feels normal. Like nothing crazy happened at all the rest of the night. So wow. I have a video of it too, like of this whole interaction. So you can, you can hear your name and stuff being said. <laughs> so you can kind of hear, you can hear it say where, and if you listen close, you say Lois, but it happens so fast of me freaking out about it. So I kind of scream <laughs> over it. <laughs> I'll say, I can't blame you. And then you hear me go, nope. <laughs> like, so you can kind of hear this. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> That's the first time yeah. you ever came through one of those things. That kind of thing, your senses are like hyper. Yeah, you're not expecting to hear your name, especially like Lois is such a unique name. I'm not expecting a ghost <laughs> to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. true. I would be gone. But see, I wouldn't have stuck around to even hear Lois. At get out, I'd have been peace, you know, yeah. done. <laughs> you get that a lot. Some of the places, there's one place in particular, and you can't investigate there anymore. But you'll hear them say, like, get out, leave now, da da da. And you're like, all right, you're just, you just don't want to talk to us. Like, it's nothing scary. It's just somebody being like, I'm done. I don't want to talk to you. So a lot of times we try and like pry. And then you get to a point where you realize you're unwelcome and you're like, all right, I will leave now. Thank you for making me tell me. Like, I've had times where I'm like, if you really want me to leave, you have to do something to show me you want to leave, like move this or set this off. Cause all you're saying is get out. And I don't think you actually want me to leave. And then they'll like knock something off a table and you're like, okay, you want me to leave. <laughs> That's sure. when you do like Randy Marsh and you're like, take your shirt off. And you're like, what are you going to do, huh? What are you going to do? <laughs> I thought this was America. I thought this was America. I thought this was America. <laughs> Where do you put your balls in the wheelbarrow? And yeah. Get yeah. <laughs> it's like a hippity hop. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, is, is there a website that people can go to or a social media handle that people can check out uh, your guys, your group? Yeah, for my paranormal group, it's on Instagram. Um, it's called Sugar Me Paranormal. So like sugar, like candy, and then me paranormal. It has a ghost licking a lollipop. That helps you find it in a Polaroid picture because we always take Polaroid pictures. So and we've done one. When we reach more followers, we'll do more of like giveaways of our Polaroids we've taken and stuff like that too. So okay, definitely worth interacting with us. <laughs> I want to check it out. Yeah, for sure. And link it in this. But I, I, I felt like it was important to mention that, to bring that up, since, you know, what we're talking about is a horror-themed pizza joint with pinball machines. So tell us about, uh, you know, the origin of Luigi's, where this idea came from. All right. So, you got You want it? Yeah. All right, go ahead. So, when we first started dating, we both wanted to own restaurants. Like, we, we knew we wanted to own restaurants. We met through restaurants. And, um... I was just telling him, he's like, do you have a specific mind for a restaurant? I was like, no, I just wanted to be like, a, I'm a bar person. So I'm like, I wanted to have a bar and just people have fun and come and hang out. He's like, well, I was wanting to own a, a pizza joint. Is that something you're interested in? I was like, yeah, as long as there's a bar, I don't really care. I'm not a cook. He's the cook. So I'm like, whatever you want to do. And then two days, three days later, out of nowhere, my mom actually messages me and she's like, Hey, I don't know if you and Zach would ever be interested in opening a pizza place, but there's one for sale in Delaware, Ohio. And my parents have been trying to get me to come back to Columbus for a long time. So I think this was their way of like, if we buy her a place, she might come. Wait, wait, wait. She said that unprovoked. You hadn't told her that you guys had interest. She she's a realtor in the area and she was just looking up 
a business for somebody else and came across it. Like she was just looking up businesses, like office businesses and just came across it and sent it to us. Yeah. Wow. And so we sat there for a minute. We're like, well, if we were to do this, how would we go about it? So then we got, we opened a bottle of wine, right? We opened a <laughs> bottle of wine and we sat there. We got two or three glasses deep each and we said, all right, so if we were to, we were to actually do this, what's the theme? What are we going to do? And we kind of went back and forth with a few things. And then all of a sudden Lois looks over and she goes, what about like spooky theme? Like, what about horror theme? And I was like, like Jason stabbing through a pizza or like Michael Myers, like wh wh whatever have you like. And, and, and so then it snowballed from there. Right. And then it's like, okay, we could do murals on the walls. Right. We could have catch yeah. slogans. Like, have you had a slice lately? Or our slices are killer. Yeah. Um, things like that. Right. <laughs> and, and, and so then the concept that we both worked for at the time, we, we were like, well, is what we don't want is a boring place to go. Right. We don't want to just go sit down and eat a piece of pizza and watch sports center for an hour while we eat our pizza and go right. home like that's, that's boring you want an experience people dine for an experience right now right so then we're like well what would our experience be well so so then lois is like well we work for this concept right now we're like what if we added pinball machines we love pinball we have pinball yeah. machines we both love pinball like we're a big part of the community and we're like that's okay that's a good idea and so uh so then, then it just kind of snowballed from there because I, I, I have all kinds of recipes and, and, and things that I've done in my prior lives at different concepts. And I'm like, man, like we could really pull this off recipe wise. Like we're, we're more focused on the branding though. Like we're focused on the food and I, and I know great recipes and I know, I know that we can make that happen, but like, how do we encapsulate people with an experience, not just someone to come yeah. pick up a quick pizza. There's, right? there's 6 million pizza places. There's like 20 within a mile of us. So right, we're like, right. how do you mm -hmm. provide? Cause you can have good pizza all day, but ultimately it's, you know, any, any person can have this good pizza and people are like, yeah, this pizza is good. This pizza is good. So I guess it's whatever it's available for the day. So like, how do we capture like those people to come in and just have a good time with us? And that's kind of where we ended up here. Yeah. And it all just started with us like laying around, like this isn't possible. This isn't happening. But if was right let's talk about all the things that we could do for we pretty much had this whole entire plan out before we even like went to go check the place out we're like all right here's what our menu would offer and here's where we'd put this like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i presume zach then you are going to be the head cook that's yeah that's absolutely true i'll make sure uh you know everything's handcrafted everything's handmade there's nothing out of a box nothing out of a bag like uh, our dressings, our sauces, our our pastas, everything is 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 made in house. Everything. He, he was just learning the secret meatball recipe from my family today. That's that's why we're at my mom's house. She had to, she had to teach the secret recipe. I had, I had a meatball <laughs> recipe. It was a good recipe, but I tell you what, these meatballs uh, that that Lois's uh, family has offered up to us, they are they are out of this world. The meatballs are going to be like one of the staple menu items that we have for sure. Now, is this mm. going to be sold in sub form? Because, you know, my arteries are really asking me this right now. There is a meatball sub. Or appetizer, just a bowl of meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> we can do, we do meatball sub. Meatballs come on the pizza. Meatballs come um, as an add to our pastas, any any pasta that you might want. So we can incorporate meatballs a lot of ways. And, and, and the good thing about the system that we're using is, everything's very modifiable. Um, you know, if, 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 uh, if Jack, you came to me and said, hey, I just want a meatball appetizer. I just want four meatballs and, and, a, and a plate of marinara to eat. 
cool. Like I, I can do that. So the vendor that we're using for a POS system has been very friendly in terms of being able to give myself the ability to just kind of uh, have a lot of creative control over what I'm doing. So, you know, nice. even if it's not something nice. on the menu, rest assured, I can do it if we have the products in house. So, wow. Now I'm getting hungry. I know. So am I. <laughs> yeah. Just trolling a little bit. <laughs> Well, it's to die for. <laughs> it's to die for. Oh, they keep coming. <laughs> we have a lot of them. We have them all on bag. We write them down as we come up with them. We're like future shirts. Like our shirts, we order one at a time. So we order one with one saying. And then when we re-up, we're going to do different sayings. So there's always different shirts in circulation. So you can be see. like, oh, you have our original shirt. That's so cool. And so they're always different shirts. And stuff. V1.0 is currently on the market. <laughs> nice. And I take it they're going to be uh, menu items that have uh, names like the Slasher or the the Kruger or something like that. So no. So actually, we chose to stay away from that because you know, one thing, and, and maybe I'm I'm a little slow, so you have to excuse me. But like you know, when I go to a place and I look at the menu, if they if if you go to a place and they have their whole menu is things that are that are their vibe based, and then I have to sit there and read through every damn ingredient to understand what that might be. That is that is exhausting to me because I just want to eat, right? Yeah. So we, actually, uh, we only have a couple of whimsical menu items. Everything else is very straightforward in in, in terms of depicting what that menu item yeah. you're ordering. Like is. I hate when I go to a place I'm like I'm just looking like or even a place I worked at the the menu was very themed. I've always been like oh I recommend the pretzels. People are like you have pretzels on your menu because they're not labeled as pretzels. They're labeled as something else to the thing. Right. Who do I say away from it? We have some. So my grandma and grandpa. Um, on my dad's side, I used to own a sandwich shop in, in Florida. So we have a few menus kind of named as tribute to them since they were kind of the ones oh, who nice. um, got me interested in wanting to own my own place. But our theme's mainly outside. It's all in just in the building of how you look. Our sign, um, our marketing, our, our hats. If you, I don't know if you can see his pizza slice yeah, hat. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. It looks That's like awesome. ghost face on pizza. Yeah. Yeah, so that awesome. is the staple of our logo. Our signs actually just came in, so it's like a, a the, the, uh, space space nice. on cool. So the one, uh, so cool. the one thing that we did in, in terms of menu naming is I had to do it because she has this weird taste. This girl, and she loves uh, on her pizza. She loves. So I eat pineapple, onions, green peppers, and then I drizzle honey over my pizza. If you never had honey with your pizza. Highly, highly recommend. There's a place in Cleveland that does it. If you're in Cleveland, I'm going to shout out because it's Edison's and it's so good. And uh, that's how I got it from. And I loved honey on my pizza. Ever since then, I always eat honey on my huh. pizzas. So we're going to have honey with our pizzas. Not on this pizza will come with honey on it's it. Called but it's called the Lowy Lovers. It's called the Lowy Lovers. Her pizza. And it's like a Hawaiian pizza with honey on it. And then we'll, we'll have it's side of honey. It's like a Hawaiian. It's, oh, is it not? No, because know. there's no green peppers and onions on the Hawaiian girl. That's my version of a Hawaiian. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had me up until honey and I'm not saying you've even lost me. That's just the first thing you mentioned that I have never tried on pizza. So, so does the honey go on before or after it's in the oven? It come out of the bake. Once it comes yeah. out of the bake, you before it you cut it, you just, you just drizzle it across the pizza. Yeah. I, I okay. highly suggest trying it. Everyone thinks it's weird when you first mention it and then they try it and they're like, this is actually really good. I <laughs> like trying new stuff. Thing. Take the pineapple off. Yeah, pineapple off for that. me, and I'll try it. No pineapple. Yeah. Oh come no, on! Pineapple on pizza is awesome. No, it's blasphemy. Nothing into a whole pineapple and pizza debate. Yeah. No, it's good. Oh, get, get Gordon Ramsay over here. 
It's so good. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love pineapple on my pizza. Pineapple doesn't go on just... pizza. <laughs> All right, settle down, Grandpa Jack. <laughs> I'm cold. Where's my blanket? <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. See, yeah, I just our... ate, and now I'm hungry again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I was just going to go back to saying our, our the horror theme, not reflecting the menu, but we have our um, paintings on our walls. We're going to add more to them, too. So we had a guy, um, a guy and his girlfriend come out from Missouri. Um, I actually know their mom from Paranormal Investigating. <laughs> And they painted some really cool pictures on our walls for our murals. And we have more come out and more people do stuff. Um, We have our pictures all around. We have uh, please don't summon demons in our bathroom sign. (laughs) (laughs) Don't summon demons. I don't want to cleanse our restaurant. (laughs) We have a dartboard on the way in. We're going to add a touch tunes jukebox. Um, you know, I, I think the overall goal with this place is to br- is to bring ma- mainly people who who love the pop culture horror vibe. It is family friendly. It is nothing mm-hmm. that's like you know, there's no one's head in anyone's hand or anything there's on no, the wall. Like yeah. it is, it is innocent pop culture horror. That way, we can kind of encapsulate every audience. But we want to make it a more communal environment. We want to make it a place that people come to hang out, have a good time sit beside their buddy. We have a giant community table in the middle of the dining room. So they're not all individual tables. So people are so segregated. Like we want it to be like a gathering of of people of the community and really ingrain ourselves in that community as a, as a staple. So. And that's one thing I'm so excited about being a lifelong Delaware resident Mm -hmm. is because it's a college town, you would think there'd be all kinds of like pop culture, like hangouts and shit like that in town. And there's really not. Yeah. And yeah, just having this, kind of up this way well, yeah, you just awesome. got that comic book store up there not too long ago huh there's like that small hobby well, that's more lewis oh, is it? you're talking yeah you're talking dragon's lair yeah yeah that's lewis uh, i was about to say there's a comic book shop in delaware i haven't seen that yet <laughs> <laughs> well they've got there's a uh, rebel toys they've got rebel toys yeah and shout out to my my guys at GameStop there, or uh, not GameStop, uh, Game Fan Limited there. <laughs> is that the place with shout the big Shout out to my guys at the, the local Kmart. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's I'm amusing good. myself. I didn't mean to talk over you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just asking if that was the big place with the the place, the big Kratos on the window, like the, uh, where they've all like the, 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 the game store, like yeah. right in the middle of town. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have drive, not yeah. checked it out yet. I have to. I've been. We always wonder, and every time we drive by it, it's because we we've obviously opening next week. We've been at the restaurant all day, every day. So we're usually no, there before they open, and then we're when we're leaving, they're already closed. We're gonna get yeah. in there one day. Yep, swing in and talk to uh, Tom there at uh, Game Plan Limited and uh, Eric over at Rebel Toys. Yeah. Tell him Randy sent you. They'll Randy. be like Randy who? My boy Randy told me you got the hookup in here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Never come back. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so you already kind of touched on something um, that I was going to ask. You said, and I know it was a you know, joking thing, but no summoning demons in the bathroom. We don't, ha- we don't want to have to smudge this place or get them out. Now, you know, Delaware is kind of notorious for being haunted mm, as fuck. Yes. So, like. <laughs> yes, um, I've actually discovered that. So now everyone knows I'm a paranormal investigator when I go out to these bars around because we've also been trying to like meet as many people in the community as possible and stuff. So we go out and everyone has to tell me their ghost stories at their place, which is cool because then I'm like, well, if you want me to come investigate, let me know. I'll come stop by and tell you what's going on. Um, but our place is haunted. So is it? I. 
Yeah, I haven't done an investigation yet. I'm hoping to do it either tomorrow or Friday night. But when I was there, I was scraping one of the windows. I was there by myself. It was like right when we first got in the building. And I felt like something was standing and watching me just scrape this window. It was a very weird feeling. And I turn around and I see this like figure of a man standing there. And I was just like, oh, hi. What I'm the Lois. fuck at the pizza place? <laughs> and yeah, and then then nothing and so we were interviewing um some of the old staff from massey so we wanted to like bring them back if they if they were wanted to come back um and this one zach was talking to this guy and he was just brought up like well have you guys met charlie yet he's like who's charlie i think he's like maybe an old employee or something and he's like no it's the ghost that haunts this place and he's telling the story that this guy when it was a friendly he's passed he used to go there all the time and he passed away like in the restaurant and um sometimes he'll he'll just be staring at you because he wants to know what you're doing and if he doesn't like what you're doing he might like knock something off the wall but they are like we've only seen him a few times some of the staff's never seen him but i was like when i was in arizona recently i texted him just out of nowhere one night and i was like hey i just have a question you've been in the restaurant by yourself have you experienced charlie yet and he said that's so funny i was just walking out and i was about to text you that i think he was watching me work guys oh. i mind you i'm a skeptic right and so i'm in this place and it was on sunday and it's sunday middle of the day um, and throughout the day, I just got this feeling like I felt, you know, how you feel like you're being watched, right? Something is looking right. at you. I just had that feeling and I'm looking around and I went out and I'm like over to the windows, did Amazon drop off a package? Did someone, did someone walk by? Is someone knocking on the window? Nothing's there. I'm, I'm experiencing the temperature fluctuate in the, in the restaurant as the day goes, you know, I, I'm getting chills. Then I'm like normal temperature again. Then I get chillsy. And it happened no less than four times throughout the course of the day where I felt like simultaneously as the temperature was dropping, I felt like something was watching me. And I'm looking back and there's noises. And I'm just like, I don't, I didn't see anything. I didn't experience it directly. But I'm just like, man, that is so strange. And I didn't say a word to anyone. I just kept it right here. And then she just randomly texted me that that night. And she was like, hey, like, do you experience that yet? And I was like, that is so crazy that you just messaged me that like, like straight up shivers, you know? So well, I think he's just curious what we're doing with the place. I think he likes to watch over what's happening there. And so that's why I'm like, we need to investigate, uh, mainly because I, I'd like to get his actual name. We'd think it's Charlie, but we don't know. And I'm like, sure. and we should introduce ourselves and explain like who we are, what we're doing. Because clearly he's curious. He wants to know what's going on with his place. So, so are are there plans to uh are you gonna keep him there or are you gonna smudge him out? What do you no, what do you wanna do? No, he can be our homie. He, he yeah. can hang out there. He's been there longer than we have. It's his house. Oh, Charlie's <laughs> table. Sure. Yeah. Employee of the life. The is not mean. The life is not chasing people out. I have yeah, had this I mean, weird thing, and it, it's probably because I'm a paranormal investigator and things happen to me all the time because uh, I'm in I'm very sensitive and aware of it but most restaurants i've worked at are haunted and no one tells you about it and then i always experience things and people are like oh yeah we never mention it but we think it's haunted but people think we're crazy and i'm like no i can tell you right now it's haunted. something chased me up the stairs last night <laughs> like, oh my god um 
I worked on this place for a while and they uh they had something um but it's a science research facility it's it's on Putin Bay it's owned by OSU and so when I started oh, working shit, there yeah. things started happening all the time and the lady she's one of my best friends so she was right in the dining hall with me it's like yeah I'm sure this ghost is finally like good somebody's here who acknowledges me because you're with all these scientists who don't believe in it so I'm sure there's writing off so things just started happening all the time when I was there and so they would always make you experience a ghost talk to Lois that's who you need to talk to <laughs> yeah I've heard that uh, there's a lot of ghosts on Putin Bay Island a lot yes I actually yeah. do investigations up there I'm going up there in March to do another one so my friend lives up there year-round she's part of my team so we'll do stuff up there a lot um but yeah I'm so happy to know have you done the uh what was what's the pl the longest bar in the world? I can't remember what it's called. Uh that beer barrel. Beer barrel. Did you have you done that place yet? I've not investigated there um yet. So we just started investigating on the island. A lot of those places don't let you investigate. It's it's not really known for uh it's known for being haunted. They do like the ghost walk tours and stuff. Actually, my friend Bill's the one who hosts all those things. Um, but uh, they don't really want people like investing. There was one team that was allowed up there a lot, investigate a few places. But since she lives up there year round and I lived up there for so long, they're starting to be like, oh, you investigated this place and we heard it went well. Do you want to come do ours? So now we're starting to pop oh. around up there a lot more. Um, but we done Cruise Nest and um, and the Dollar House, which is where the winery is, one of the wineries. Right. And then um, we're doing, um, so we're roundhouses. There's a hotel, the Park Hotel, that's the most haunted hotel on the island. We're doing that in March. So, yeah. Do you like film these things and put them on YouTube? So we aren't on YouTube yet. We have all this footage, um, but we, we're we going to start doing our, March, we're hoping March will be our first like actual YouTube channel day, like to do a whole actual like episode type thing but we do live streams on our instagram a lot and we'll post videos in our in our live streams so i gotta say you know yeah. a a a horror themed pizza place that's managed by a paranormal investigator and has a ghost an actual ghost you know claiming residency here i mean it writes itself what a great a commercial it's got it's a so, lot of paranormal yeah. activity as well yeah, we were just laughing because you know my parents' whole reason for finding this place and helping us fund it, which like shout out to my mom and dad for helping us because we one I couldn't do it without Zach and we definitely couldn't do it without them. Um, but I was laughing because their whole thing was to try and get me to come back to Columbus. I was their whole goal was they wanted me to come back home, and then I was like, little Success. did you know you spot my dream place because it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited not only because of that, but you can really uh, tell. Zach is passionate about what he does, about about his recipes, about the pizza he's making. He doesn't want to give something, you know, half baked. He wants no pun intended, but you know what I mean. He wants to give the best product he can, making it from scratch. It sounds awesome, uh, guys. I can't wait to come check it out, and that's not an empty promise. Just because we're on on the show here, we are definitely going to be coming up to check the place out once again. Opening December thirteenth. If you're hearing this, it's open in Delaware, Ohio. Um, what about social media for Louis G's? Is there uh, any Instagram or anything like that? There will be an Instagram. will be Louis G's Pizza, and there will be a Facebook. Um, by the time they're listening to this, yes, Louis G's Pizza. Look it up on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know if our TikTok will be active by then, but hopefully our TikTok will be active by then. Um, so definitely follow us. I feel like I've been saying it wrong. You're saying Louis G's rather than Louis, Louis G's. G's. Yeah. So my Louis nickname is Louis. G's. So it's it's yeah. 
I named it after myself. It's fine. And what? And where's the G? Oh, Gonzalez. Jesus. Gonzalez, okay, sorry. Yeah. I'm a little slow. It takes me sometimes a little bit to catch up with the rest of the group. But here I am. I It'd made be like it. Jeremy Kays if it was your place. Honestly, yeah, people can call you at Luigi's, and I'm like, you can call it whatever you want as long as you come in and see us. Well, that's really what I thought. I thought it was like a different take on Luigi's. Right. So it's kind of it's kind of turned into a play on words for us, right? Because we didn't have yeah. that vision when we called it Luigi's. We just came up with the name, and then her her dad actually made a really good point. He goes, "Luigi's. Everyone's going to call this place Luigi's," and we we're like, "Good. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's fantastic because our, our 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 recipes are Italian. So like Luigi's. So it's it's turned into a good play on words because honestly." everyone calls it luigi's and it's it's hilarious we'll just like look at each other and laugh because it's like that's my, my gamer tag like, was luigi's as a play on luigi's so. <laughs> gotcha full circle awesome <laughs> so excited to check this out recommend everyone else do it too i mean not that i've uh you know tried it yet uh to be able to recommend it but based on what we're all hearing here i mean it sounds like it's going to be amazing yeah, thank you so <laughs> congratulations what's that it's going to be lit, fam. <laughs> that sounds like it, yes. Congratulations to both of you and your dreams coming true with this restaurant. Sounds like it's going to be very, very uh, successful. Thank you. Yeah, it feels like we're living the dream. Ours for once. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, Lois and Zach, thank you again so much for being here. And Randy, what do we have? Or shit. And Jack, what do we have on the website, Good. sir? <laughs> I'm rusty tonight. Shut the fuck it's up. Like, man. <laughs> I lost my I'm job. <laughs> Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can listen, like, follow, subscribe, become a patron, buy some merch, see some YouTube videos, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And once again, you can find us on Twitter at CanDarePod, Instagram at Canned underscore Air, and on TikTok at CanDarePodcast. And the website Jack was just talking about, CanDarePodcast.com. Once again, two ways to support us, the merch tab and the Patreon tab. Two ways you can give us a little bit of your hard-earned money, get something in return that uh, supports the show, helps us out quite a bit. And Randy, what am I forgetting, sir? Huge shout-out to evergreenpodcast.com, our network we are so proud to be a part of. And uh, also, no matter how you're listening, give us a like and review. We definitely appreciate it. That we do. That we do. Christmas around the corner, guys. we got to get busy on this mm. Christmas episode, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Warming up my choir boy pipes already. No, <laughs> you don't have to. It's probably not good. No We're singing not, this probably year. Probably no song oh. this year. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm off the hook. I'm off the bumpy guy. I just heard you're like, up in my bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're pulling out all the all the awesome cartoon quotes tonight. Simpsons, Family Guy, yeah, South well, Park. Yeah, this, is, this is our normal conversations. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. I'm Lois. And I'm Zach. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and be excellent to each other.
windows and watch me ice skate. Wait, come back. The ice could break. Whoops. Help. Quickly walk back to the edge. Stop, you'll break through the ice. Snow job! Grab this branch. You should have been listening to canned air. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Snow job, how'd you get your name? Um... G.I. Joe! This has been a canned air production. Are you tired of seeing your teen or young adult struggle on a path that clearly isn't the right fit? Is your teenager confused about which direction to take after high school? The future of work is changing rapidly, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they're empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and this is the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast.